Second Kings chapter 2. When you get to chapter 2, we're going to begin at verse 1. Second Kings chapter 2. If you need a Bible, lift up your hand. We get a Bible to you. If you need a Bible, you know, like I said, yeah, we got a couple. Amen, sir. We'll take care of you. Amen. Lift up your hand if you need one. Amen. We need two back there. Amen. Two over in the corner. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. As he getting us, but let us pray. Father, we thank you for all things this morning that have taken place. We thank you for the precious uh, children, Lord, uh, that how, Father, that uh, how you are moving lives. And um, we thank you for them. And we thank you, Father, for giving us children. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that we will love upon the children in this house, that we will show them your love and your care. Now, Father, I ask this day that you would watch over your word to perform it according to your word. I yield my will unto you, Father. And I ask, Holy Spirit, that you will come upon me and that you would give me clarity, that you would give me the insight to have oversight, that this word would pierce the hearts of us, your people. I thank you, Father, in advance that you will be glorified and exalted in this word that will go forth and that we will all, Father, be the better for it this day. That is in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. You're at Second Kings chapter 2. We're going to begin at verse 1. And um, I'm going to kind of read alone and, and, and as we go, but I want to give you the background of the story. And then we will uh, develop what the Lord will uh, to develop uh, this morning what he has asked me to bring forward to you. Um, this is the relationship of Elijah and Elijah. Elijah and Elijah. And this is a, a relationship of a father-son relationship. And uh, in this relationship, we see a younger protege that is following a father. And as he follows this father, uh, this father, He's learning things along the way. And what we're going to, what I want to do today, I want to speak in the natural, but also in the spiritual. I want to speak from a natural standpoint of speaking to parents. Uh, and so what I will talk about, I want to talk about parenting, preparing your successors. Parenting, preparing your successors. I know some of you may be here and say, well, you know, my, my kids are grown and gone. You still are parenting them and preparing them to be your successors. Some of you may have small children and you say, well, what's this got to do with me? It has everything to do with you as parenting, preparing your successors. Those folks that's going to follow after you and take the legacy of who you are and your family and more importantly, who God is on to the next generation and generations to come. And so in this relationship that we see here between Elijah and Elijah, we're going to pick up some nuggets of truth and some places that you got to take your people. You got to take your children. They got to go to some places so that they will be ready to handle the double portion. What do you mean the double portion? The double portion is... That in the end of, of this thing, your children should double at least what you've done in the earth. They should at least double what you have done. We should all be able to look and say that I've accomplished much more than what my parents have accomplished. And that means that not that the parents, if you haven't, I don't mean that the parents fail. It means that we fail to follow. <laughs> That many times we felt the fire. I know someone would say, well, I didn't, I didn't have a daddy that was in the house. I didn't have a, you know. Well, thank God for God. He's a perfect father. And no matter what has transpired in your life, you can still, amen, be a, 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 a faithful son and daughter unto the most high God. But today I want to deal with parenting, preparing your successor. So we're going to deal with this not only on the natural, but I also want you to see this from a spiritual aspect. Because all of us here, as we mature in the things of God, that there are people that are following us, whether we want to realize it or not. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some people that will come across your life that you cannot get rid of. 
and you need to know that they are your assignment. Amen. <laughs> you need to, Elijah could not get rid of Elijah. He, he was going to stick with them no matter what everybody else said, no matter whatever they said, he was sticking with them. I've learned in my life as I continue to grow that, that, that I need to follow someone that's already done plowed the ground. What you saying, Pastor? Amen. Look, 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 look. What I'm saying is I'm learning to follow those that have been successful in this thing. I don't need to go uh, uh, do my own thing. And I, I just need to get behind somebody that done, done the thing that I'm trying to do. And they have been successful at doing it. What you saying? I said, if somebody has been successful at doing something for 45 years and I'm just coming out the lane, I need to be right behind them, gleaming and getting everything that they had uh, so that I can do it in half of the time. <laughs> My pastor told me, he said, son, what it took me 33 years to do, it should take you at least half the time to do if you would just follow. If you would just follow. If you would just I've always taught this house that we need to be committed to God, but we need to be connected to our leadership. We got to be connected to somebody. You go, you, we, we need to be connected to someone, but we're all committed to God. That's where our commitment, our commitment lies with God, but we need to be connected with someone in the earth. And this is the way that Elijah was. Elijah and Elijah, they were both committed to God. Elijah was connected to his man of God. He was connected to, to Elijah. I want to just give a little brief story. I'll think about this. I was yesterday, me and George were hanging out over here dealing with this. And I thank God for uh, George because George, George treats me like a spiritual father. He really does. I'm telling you, he really does. And, and, I, and he does it not without, you know, you know, that he, he, you know, he got to muster this thing up. He does it. And so we were, uh, I said, I needed something to eat yesterday, right? I was feeling a little hungry. And Pastor Angel was throwing down at the house. She done seared some fish and some spinach. And I'm over here like, Lord, have mercy. I, I'm about to go. I said, well, George, uh, take me around to McDonald's, man. <laughs> I'm going to get me a sweet tea. And then I said, I, I thought that's all what I wanted. Then I said, George said, Pastor, you sure you don't want to throw a quarter pound in there too, man? <clears throat> Something to subside me, you know, until I get back to the, to the master meal, you know, to, my, to the meal my wife was going to put together. Uh, <clears throat> needless to say, when we get to the drive-thru, I don't know, I'm just talking. I forgot we get to the first drive-thru. I got my card out. George pays for the food. And I thought about it. I said, man, how nice is this? I said, George, I would have took care of it, man. I'm, you know, he picked me up. I'm riding with him. He showed me. I said, we feel good over here. We had, to, we had one of those muscle cars. Yeah, yeah, we riding the muscle car. I said, man, I'm just kicking it with George, just having a great time. And then I began to talk with Pastor Ellen. She talked about how, you know, you know, what was going on at home, and we were over here extended period of time. And I told Pastor Angel, I said, you know what? If I would have known that George was going to buy the food, we went with the Longhorn. <laughs> and I got me one of them cowboy steaks. One of them big old cowboy steaks, man. I said, <laughs> I said man, I had to settle for McDonald's. And a tea, man. You hear what I'm saying? A, a burger and a tea. Them burgers won't no good for me anyway. So, Brother George, I know you have the, the spirit of the sun. Next time I'm riding with you, brother, and we go somewhere, we go in the Longhorns. Amen. So, I give me one of them cowboy steaks. Amen. Praise God. And, and I'm just saying that, see, it's not about how old you are. God will put his spirit up on a person. See, I'm going to always honor people that are older than me. The Bible says honor our mothers and our fathers. Amen. Not just our natural mother and father, but, but even as people that's older than me. But I've come to find out because you're older don't mean that you're more spiritual. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but you still want to honor someone that is older. You want to honor them being in the earth. And I come to find out that when you're walking up under the anointing of God, you know what I'm saying, and have faith in God and you love God, you're committed to God, people will honor you, amen, and they won't even consider your age. You know what I'm saying? They'll honor you as their spiritual father, and they're not looking at the age. They're looking at the Lord, amen, that's on the inside of you. And, and by honoring you, they say, you know, I can receive from you. I can receive from you. But, but, but a good pastor, amen, a good father not only can give, but they can also receive too. I'm learning stuff from my kids as they grow older, amen. And so, but I want us to see today that we're going to talk about parenting, preparing your successors. Because when we look at it in the natural, you're preparing your successors 
You're preparing those that's going to come behind you. You, you. you know, all that, you know, all that, you're going to leave them your inheritance. Amen. That you're going to leave them. You got to prepare them to, to, to take care of it and to move it to the next level and not to blow it. Amen. So let's look here. We're going to get into the word here. There's a few things that I want to say as we move forward. Um, <clears throat> let me say this before we get, because once we jump in this word, we're going to be gone. Um, understand that we live in this world and the Lord was, he's been uh, teaching me all along about conform and transform when I was preparing this. He said, you see, we must be uh, careful here and we thank God for education. I will never not education. I thank God uh, for education. You know, uh, really knowledge really prepares us for the wisdom of God. You know, the Bible teaches us that knowledge puffs up. So we don't want to just go after knowledge. Amen. Uh, 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 but we really, what we truly want is the wisdom of God. So this world is really teaching us education. They're, they're giving us what we need to succeed in this earth. What you're saying, education is temporal. It's, it's very temporal. This is the natural side of it. It's temporal. It prepares you for, for, for what you're going to do. You know, if it's our sister, you know, you're going to go to school, praise the Lord, be a nurse or whoever it is going to school, it prepares you for what you're going to do. This is what education does. But then there's the spiritual side of it. And, 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 and this is what the knowledge of God and the revelation of God, it prepares you for who you are. And for who you are goes from the time you leave your womb to you uh, 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 not just die, but on into eternity. Because there is life after this life. But your education really just identifies with what you do. You hear what I'm saying? And I always try to tell people, don't get caught up in what you do. You need to know who you are. And in him and not in your education. Amen. I've always said that education will open up the door. But the revelation and the knowledge of God will tear the door off the hinges. And that's what we want him. And so what are you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is that even as we raise our children up and we celebrate their education, because their education really, really, hear me when I say this, because I'm not, I'm not looking down on this, but really education conforms us. I know I'm not going to get nobody to shout me down. It conforms us to the environment that we're in. You hear what I'm saying? But the Bible says, don't no longer be what conformed to this world, but what be ye what transformed. And so when we put the word of God, transform how by what the, what the renewing of your mind. Sometimes we got to undo something that's already been done. Amen. All of us, though, and, 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 and us that have been down the road, we know what some of these places that these kids are going. We, we know where they're going, but we thank God that there's a God in heaven that's graceful and merciful and kind and, and forgiving. Amen. Uh, we, we thank God for him. Amen. And so what I'm saying is here is just as we need to give our kids their education, we need to know more important that they have what the wisdom of God. And the Bible says that comes from above. And if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And God will give it unto him. Amen. He'll give it unto him. Liberally. And he will upbraid. If not, he'll give it to them. But he says when you ask, make sure you ask in faith. You ask in faith. And without faith is what? It's impossible to what? Please God. And so what we want our children to know, we want them to please God. We want them to please God. That's what, what you, little children, uh, all y'all, as your pastor, I want you to please God. I want you to be renewed in your mind. Amen. And I'm here to tell you, God will bless you. He will bless you. He'll bless you uh, uh, in who you are, but he'll bless you beyond who you are. So when we're talking about the wisdom of God, we're talking about who you are and the revelation of God. Uh, 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 deals with who we are and whose we are not what we do but who we are and that's what's most important for all of us who are we I'm not just a child of the king I'm a son of God amen that's that's who I am that's exactly who I am hallelujah so I said worldly education is temporal but Christian education is eternal it's eternal it's, it's something that kids can take with them forever, no matter what they are doing. They could be successful in life. And so as parents, you're gonna, we're going to get some nuggets here today because our children are our successors. Now, we're going to deal with this in the natural, as I said earlier, but we're going to deal with this in the spiritual. And I always like to give you something to kind of 
loosen you up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just in case everybody up in here tight, you know, I'm ready for this word. He better deliver. Amen. Now, God going to deliver. <laughs> God going to deliver. He already delivered. We can shake this thing up and go on home. I'm telling you, he already delivered. Now, let, let me tell you about this young man. George, I know you like these stories here. This young man, <clears throat> he graduated, and, and, and they, were, they were trying to take a picture. They were trying to get a picture. It was the mother and, 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 and the son had graduated, and they had the graduation, so the thing is over with. You know, they got the cap and gown, got to find the cap, got to find the cap. Now, let's get it all together, and, and we're we going to take a picture here. And then this is what the mother says. The mother says, uh, we need to make this look natural, this picture. We want the picture to be natural. So, so, so to make the picture be natural, you get your cap and gown on, and, 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 and she says, Junior, put your hand around your father. You know, just to make the picture look natural, okay? And then the father looks back at her. He says, honey, if you want the picture to look natural, have Junior to put his hands in my pocket. <laughs> this boy graduating. Yeah, he only put it like he been in my pocket. He been in my pocket all the time. <laughs> all right. If you didn't get that, I'll talk to you a little later. I'll talk to you a little later. But we see this natural realm. But more importantly, God wants to deal with us in the spiritual realm. Because it's not about them getting into our pockets. But it's about them receiving what's in our hearts. What's in our hearts. And we have to take time to do this with our children. So let's take a look at this. We're going to walk through this. Talk about parenting, preparing your successful. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elijah from Gilgal. Now, what's interesting here, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. It says it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven. I believe one of the first things that our kids need to be able to see in our lives that the Lord thy God is going to take us up. He's taking us up. You, you remember we've talked here in the house of the Lord where when Jesus Christ came out of the wilderness full of the spirit of God, that how he uh, uh, would come out of, uh, went into the wilderness. He was led into the wilderness by the spirit of God after he had got baptized by John the Baptist. He went into the wilderness and the Bible says that he uh, was tempted of the devil. And, and we would see, and, and we've rehearsed this many times in this house, that the devil would take you up. He took him up. That's what the word says. Oh, it, the word says he took him up in the book of Luke. He took him up. He took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And he said, if you bow down, you can have this. Not only that, he took him up to the top of the temple. He took him up religiously. And he also took him up uh, in, in the natural here. And then, but he always came back to the devil and says, it is written. It is written. And, 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 but, but what our children need to see, that God is taking us up. He's taking us up. I told Pastor Angela, I said, you know what? And, and, and we're gonna, I'm going to uh, be transparent with you as, as we move here because that there are some places that, that, that our kids need to see us step through. You know, they, they need to see us step. They need to know that we're saved and we're trusting in God. They need to see these particular things. But one thing for sure, the Bible says that he was getting ready to be taken up. And I'm here to tell you one thing that we cannot be afraid of is dying. Oh, my God. We cannot be afraid of. See, because what you got to understand, we don't die. The Bible says we absent with the Lord. We what? We're present with the Lord. What you saying, pal? We leave out of one realm and what? Step into another one. Man, God, help me with that. He says, son, look, 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 look. Don't, don't be worried about that you may not accomplish everything you want to in this life. Why not? Because you're stepping into another life. Oh, life ain't over with this one right here. You, you, you transitioning on, and we're going to be with him forever. You know what I'm saying? He says, son, so, so, so we see here, what I'm saying unto you, Elijah was prepared to be taken up. Oh, my God. Your kids got to know that you're prepared to be taken up. Woo! Whatever the day or the hour is at hand, I'm ready to be taken up. I'm not afraid. And Elijah, he, he, was, look, he, he, he knew what he had to do. He was following God. He knew the day was going to be coming. He was going to be taken up. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 5, it says this. It says, eat not, walk with God, and was not. 
What you saying, Pastor? How are we going to be ready to be taken up? We got to walk with God. Our children got to see that we're walking with God. I mean, Elijah was ready to be taken up. Amen. And Enoch was taken up. He walked with God, and the Bible says he was not. Oh, my God. The Lord took him. And I'm here to tell you, you get, look, 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 see, 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 look, look. I'm not only talking about taking away from here, but taking up while you even here in the earth. Taking up from what? Taking up from this world. Yeah, yeah, get, getting the grip of this world off of me. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got to know I ain't moving like everybody else moving. I'm serving the God of the, all the earth and all the world. I'm not serving the, 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 the prince of this world. I'm not serving the devil. And our kids need to see that we have been taken up. They need to say that we have taken up, that we, we have been pulled up out of here. Although we here, amen, we're living for the king. They need to see this. They need to see that we have been taken up. Because when they see that we are different, I'm not talking about better, but different. When they see that we are different and that better, that the difference is better, they're they going to follow us. They're going to follow us. And this is exactly what Elijah was doing with Elijah. He was following him. So we see here, it says here, it says, uh, and it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven. What by a whirlwind, the Elijah went with Elijah from what? Gilgal. Now Gilgal, I'm going to deal with four places today. And I want you to understand these places because they're significant. They're going to be significant places that you must recognize and identify with as you're preparing your kids for your, to be your successors. The first place is Gilgal. Somebody say a place of starting. It's a place of covenant. Gilgal means circle. It means circle them. Matter of fact, not only that, Gilgal was the place that they were circumcised because they crossed over the Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Gilgal was the place in which King Saul was crowned king and also dethroned as king. You know what I'm saying? But Gilgal is a place of starting. Amen. It's a place. It's a circle. Uh, it's the place also that when they went and he put the 12 stones of remembrance, that's Gilgal. You know what I'm saying? But Gilgal is a place of starting. It's a place of starting here. And, and, and so I want you to know this first and foremost, that it starts at home. <laughs> Somebody say it starts at home. I'm talking about parenting, preparing your successors. It starts at home. You got to start this thing at home. The Bible said that, that they went, that, that, that he went with Elijah from Gilgal. Elijah went with like from Gilgal. It's the starting place. It's a place of covenant. And you and, and your children and you and your children must be in covenant not only with God but with one another. They must know that they are part of the family. That they are part of the family. And there is a covenant that we have with one another as family. We got to teach them about being family. So it starts in the home. This is, this is Gilgal, a starting place here. Uh, uh, as the Lord was beginning to deal with me about his, he said, well, pastor, what types of things that need to be developed in the home? Somebody say prayer. prayer. Your kids need to see you pray. They don't need to come and just see the pastor and other folks praying. No, they need to see you pray. They need to see us pray at home. My kids need to see me pray. They don't need to see me. Well, the only time we see dad or hear dad pray is when he at church. Wouldn't that be a sad commentary as a pastor for my children? We don't never, we don't never pray. He ain't never reading the Bible. The only time we see him doing that is at church. But no, my children need to see me pray at home. They need to see me and my wife pray. We touch and agree. There's times and seasons that has been, we've been praying the Holy Ghost come up on us. We get every one of them and just lay hands on them and declare and to speak over them. What you're saying, Pastor, it begins at Gilgal. Gilgal is a starting place, and the starting place is home. They must learn about prayer. They must learn about not only first prayer, but first fruits. And when we say first fruits here, it's the, the secret of abiding on the vine. It's the secret of John 15 and 3. If you abide in me, my word abides in you. You'll have what you will, and it shall be done unto you. We must teach them about abiding in God. This, this shall all take place at the house, the starting place at Gilgal. Gilgal is where we learn about first worship. 
prayer is not only worship, but they, they, must, they must hear some worship music at the house. Oh, my God. See, see, they can't hear the whiz at the house. They can't hear you coming to church on Sunday, but you got whiz going on in your car and, and, and all this different stuff. You, you, you got Teddy Pendergrass. You got the shy lights and, and all them folks playing. But, but you, you say you live. For, I thought you were taken up. <laughs> I thought we were taken up. You see what I'm saying? And then I, when, we, when we're taken up, we separate ourselves from those things. Amen? And we, we're getting things that's going to build our spirit man up. Amen? I don't need that old stuff that's, that's doing nothing but giving me the lust of my flesh. Just tickling tickle our area. Amen? In my flesh. Amen? And so what I'm saying here is that we, they must learn first worship at home. See, what I'm sharing with you is all a part of our sonship school of the firstborn where we're taking servants and making them into sons, uh, being made able ministers. This is what the Lord has called me to do, is to help people to become able ministers. I'm not talking about just preachers in the pulpit. No, I'm talking about sons of God. And when I talk sons, I'm talking men and women. I mean, people that are mature in the things of God. What you're saying, Pastor, if you hang around here long enough, you're going to grow up in the things of God. Amen. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We, because we're all growing together. And he is the one, amen, that's growing us up. But what I'm saying is Gilgal is a place of starting. And Gilgal is a place of, of, of first. It's a place of, of beginning. It's a place of the circle. And the circle represents the ring, amen, the covenant, amen, that you have with your children. And so this must begin in our home, amen. Sister Joy, start speaking, declaring the word over that young man there, amen, over Joy. I mean, start Start declaring. I mean, people be doing it while the kids in the belly. I'm telling you, we got to start early. Amen. Because the devil tried to put his hands on those kids at a very early age. And I thank God for, for what we're able to do here in this house. Now, how about first love? We got to teach them about loving. We got to teach them about giving. You know, have you ever noticed something about a kid? And this is this is to show you. You got to teach kids. You got to teach kids how to be good. You don't have to teach them how to be bad. What you talking about, Pat? Yeah, so you got to teach kids. Look, 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 look. Isn't this something? There's something about their nature. They, they got bad in them. See, because they were all born in the sin like every one of us was. And that's why they got to know a savior, amen. One that would come and separate them from their sin and separate them from that, that iniquity that's on the inside of them. Something that's bent and crooked. Iniquity. That's something that's bent and crooked on the inside of us. Oh, my God. But, but have you ever seen this with kids? You can give kids a brand new toy. The kid got the toy. You remember this when you were little. I remember when I was little. <laughs> what you tell, sweetie? Give a kid a brand new toy. Just tore it out the package, man. They playing with it. They excited about it. But as soon as they see their little buddy over here with something different, they'll drop that toy that they just got and give me that one. And they'll cut up and make a fool out of it. That, that, that toy could be old. It could be, you know, you know what I'm saying, used or whatever. But because it's new to them and they don't have it, they're going to make a, a fool out of it. You know what I'm saying? So what you're saying, you got to get them, you got to teach them love yeah. early on. Yeah. This is all in the house. This is all in the house. I remember when my kids went to school and I understood that I was sharing my kids with the school system. What you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is I had authority and responsibility over my kids. I'm, I'm giving you some shared rights, and, 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 I, and I'm delegating my authority. So what you saying, don't you act the fool with my kid. That's why you got to show up at the teacher's conference. Look, look, listen, we, we done had over the years when our kids were going through school, because look, you got heathen out here teaching your kids. And they would take advantage of your kids and treat your kids certain ways. And all I had to do was get the report. Don't get me wrong. I give the teacher the benefit of the doubt. But I also know my children. There have been times I had, look, they, they need to know that I was macho man. They need to know that, that this, my son had a daddy. And this, that, look, it won't just send mama to the conference. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh, nuh-uh. See, the, nuh-uh. the man need to walk up in there. See, see, this is an indictment. I thank God for you, brother, and all the other brothers in here. Amen. You don't, you don't just send mama and the kids to church. No, nah, I mean, you're not. A real man walk up in church with his family. You know what I'm saying? See, because we got to understand, this is one thing God showed me. Children, they, 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 they look at their moms, but they look up to their daddies. 
Oh, yeah, they, they, look, they look to the moms. They're they going to look to mama, but they look up to daddy. They look up to daddy. There's no doubt about it. And, and I'm telling you, and this world looks up to daddy when daddy's in place. And this is why sometimes dad got to, look, dad got to show up at the school. Dad need to show up at church. And dad sure don't got to be at the house. You hear what I'm saying? That dad, dad has to be at home. Because if, if you're not there, the enemy, it gives a door for the enemy to try to come in and take up authority in the house. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the starting place. Somebody said Gilgal. It begins at the house. And so we must understand first prayer, first fruit, first worship, first love. How about the first temp? That's the giving. They got to learn how to give. How they learn how to give? Mom and daddy give. And mom and daddy teach them how to give. Not only that, they got to learn the first commandments. They need to know the Ten Commandments. Not that we're trying to, Jesus Christ said, look, look, now we know we're not trying to, we can't keep the Ten Commandments in and of our own self, but they need to know the Ten Commandments like we do. Because the Ten Commandments are a signpost. They show us that we need a Savior. <laughs> they got to know, man, thou should not kill, thou should not steal, thou should not commit adultery, thou should not have any other gods before him. They need to know these types of things. Because if they, if they have those things and those things are prevalent in their life, it's just saying that it's a signpost that you need the Savior. You need a savior to deliver and to save us. These are the things that we need. Somebody say Gilgal. A starting place. So let's look here. It goes on to say, verse 2, And Elijah said to Elijah, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord have sent me to Bethel. Now, this is something about succession. When that child is getting ready to succeed. See, he knew Elijah was getting ready to go. He knew the Lord thy God would get ready to take him in. And he trying, he's staying in, in, in control. See, this is something about succession. See, 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 I, I, you already feeling it. I, I can tell you this. Amen. You, you, and we all, because we all done been there. See, when succession is getting ready to take place, see, they, they're succeeding. They get ready to step out and go do something. Amen. And they're getting ready to get a little bit of this double portion anointing. See, tension starts to rise up then. You know, they start exercising a little bit of their authority you know they, 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 they got a little bit i'm getting ready to graduate i got a little bit of authority uh, oh i done graduated you can't talk to me like that anymore you can't do i'm driving my own car i got my own job i got my own <laughs> so tension begins to take place here they don't even listen well any longer because elijah says tarry here why i because the lord sent me over here and the Bible said he ain't tired, he ain't waiting. Let's see, when, when he know, boy, my day about to come. My day about to come. I'm about to step into this thing. And so he follows him. He follows him. But what I like about him, uh, uh, this how uh, Elijah, he, he's doing this. The Bible says that he was sent. He, he, want, he didn't just go, he was sent. He says, the Lord, he says, stay, tarry here, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. You know what I'm saying? Eli see, another thing that they need to see out of us as parents, not only have we been taken up, but we've been sent. Come on now. Oh, God. Yeah, you've been, we've been sent. Well, well, everything we do, we do in the will of God. We ain't doing it in and of our own thing, but we're moving. When God say move, we moving. Whatever step we take, we're taking with God. You know, we, we, we've been sent. Not went, but we've been sent. And I'm telling our kids need that. See, because when they know you have been sent, they're following you, but they're going to stay on your track. But a kid know when you're not doing something right. These kids are smart nowadays, man. Yes, Lord. These kids are smart. They know, mama, you ain't supposed to be listening to that. Mama, you ain't supposed to be looking at that. Daddy, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Daddy, why are you talking like that? Daddy, why, why are you doing all that? And, and so, and this is what happens. When, when you start walking that way, guess what? They're walking that way with you. Yeah. Slowly but surely, they're walking that way with you. They're following you. This is the power that we have as parents. They're going to follow. They're going to imitate. That's what kids do. They imitate the daddies. Whatever is daddy doing, they're going to do what daddy doing. And they're going to whatever was right in the eye. If daddy do it, it's right. It's right in our eyes. And I'm here to tell you that we got to get Gilgal down. It's a starting place. It's a place of first. It's a place of covenant. It's a place of first. And it got to begin in the house. So look what it says here. It says he was what? Look at verse 2. It says, and Elijah said unto Elijah, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord have what? Sent, has sent me to Bethel. And Elijah, sa Elijah said unto him, as the Lord liveth, 
And as thy soul liveth, I what? I will not what? Leave thee. So they what? They went down to Bethel. Now, Bethel, what does Bethel mean? Bethel means the house of God. What you saying, Pastor? Gilgal is the starting place. It's in your house. And then when they come to church, guess what? It continues in God's house. Oh, my God. What I'm saying is it's already Gilgal. You've established it in your house. Now we're going to go down to Bethel. When we step into God's house, they shouldn't be ignorant to the things of God's house because what? We've been doing them in our house. At Gilgal, the starting place. This thing already been primed and pumped in our house. So my kids already know how to give when they come to the house. They already know how to love, how know how to pray, know how to do these types of things when they come to the house of God because it started at Gilgal in my house. And now it started in my house. Now they can go to the house of God and they're not strange when they get up and start worshiping. Well, what are they doing there? Why are they lifting up hands? Why are they doing that? Nah, we already doing that at the house. We are already worshiping God in the house. And sometimes you could be listening to that strange music and then when you get them some spirit film, they they scared of what they're hearing in the house because what they've been hearing in their house is not of God. And they come in here and they're afraid of church. They're afraid of the house of God because we haven't established the house of God at our house. Because you got to go to Gilgal, and then you're going to Bethel. Bethel is the house of God. And see, in the house of God is where the angels are sin and descend. See, look, all of heaven coming to the earth in the house of God. You remember, look, we go back over to Genesis. We remember, uh, 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 who was the man that, Jacob's ladder. Jacob, what Jacob laid down, that was Bethel, baby. He laid down and said, he laid on that rock, and he laid there, and it opened. He come up, and, uh, and he got a vision, and he sees angels ascending and descending. He said, this must be the house of God. And that place was Bethel, the house of God. Well, the angels of sin and descend. What you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is heaven should already be in your house. And then when they come up in here, they're going to see heaven on a greater, a grander scale. They're going to see folks worshiping in one accord with the same spirit, the same love, the same earnest care, the same diligence. Amen. The same faith, the same walking in the same steps. See, because if we all prepare our house at Gilgal, when we step up into this house, we already been doing it at Gilgal. So when we get in the Bethel, guess what? We all in here together doing the same thing. And when we all get together, he inhabits the praises of his people. He comes down up in a house where the people all want to call him. Well, qualify that, Pastor. Well, he says, go wait, over, well, go wait into Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. They were in what? One accord on the Lord's day. And they were in there, and the Bible says what? All the, 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 the sound came from heaven, filled the house, the manifest presence of God. And then it filled to come up upon the people. And I'm here to tell you, they had already started this in the house. They knew how, look, Jesus had already taught these boys about prayer. He had already taught them about love. He's already taught them the Beatitudes. He had already taught them, he had already taught them about the power of God. He had already taught them that. And he said, now go over and wait on the promise of the Father. That won't stranger to them. Even with, look, they, because Jesus Christ got what? Taken up. Oh my God. Jesus Christ was going to be taken up. And because he was going to be taken up, he had to make sure that his children was prepared. Because they were going to fulfill the ministry. They were going to carry this thing on to another level while he went back to sit at the right hand of the Father. What you're saying, Pastor, what I'm saying is our kids got to know we've been taken up. Not only taken up in this world, but there's going to be a day we're going to be taken up. We're going to leave this place. And they shouldn't, be, they shouldn't have no fear upon them because what? We don't talk to them about fear. They shouldn't have any. They shouldn't be worried about this world. They should be overcomers in this world. So he says, all right, let's leave. Let, let, okay, he took them from, 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 from Gilgal, the place of started. He said, now, well, the father sent me down to Bethel. And as a good son, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ said, if any man going to follow after me, let him deny himself. Pick up his cross daily. Amen. And follow after me. Elijah was one of those sons that he was going to be in every step that Elijah was going to be in. Every step he was in. And he followed him. He took him from Gilgal and he ran him down to Bethel. Next place they hit is Jericho. Jericho is a place of suffering. Somebody say the place of suffering. I'm not going to be before you too much long. The place of suffering. 
The Bible says it rains upon the just and the unjust alike. And, and, and seeing how we respond is going to have everything to do with what your house is built upon. One had their house built upon the rock and the other had their house built on sinking sand. What you're saying, Pastor, everything going to be tried by fire. Amen. Everything, every house is going to be tried by fire. It is going to rain upon the just and the unjust. He didn't say it wouldn't rain on you after you got saved. But he says that you are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. He says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible says all of those that live godly shall suffer persecution. See, 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 Jericho was a place of suffering. Your kids got to be able to see you go through something. They got to see you be able to leap a troop, climb over a wall. Amen. They got to know that you got the stuff that sticks. They got to see mama and daddy. When times get tough, we getting in this thing together. We trusting in God. We ain't leaving God when it'll get hot. See, I always said, you got to know, see, when the squeeze is on, whatever's on the inside of you going to come out. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. You hear what I'm saying? Whatever's on the inside of you, when the squeeze get on you, it's going to come out. And I'm here to tell you, your kids need to know how you act when the squeeze get on you. I was discouraged yesterday when these air conditions went down. I said, we ain't got no money to be paying for no air conditioning. The service called 700 some dollars just to get the guy to do everything that he did do. $700? Man, I left here shaking my head. And then the, the, then the damage that's to him, they leased $2,500 to replace the, uh, what's that, compressor? He said, it's going to be about $2,000 to compress on each one of those. I said, man, you must be talking about new ones. <laughs> You must be talking about nuclear air conditioners. No, he's talking about just replacing the pressure. And then he told me, he says, but uh, Pastor White, you got to understand, you've had these things since 1997. He said, brother, you look, look. He said, look, them things on the sport last 13 years. You done got some mileage out of these things. <laughs> that gave him a little bit of peace. <laughs> Pastor, look, my sister said, you all right? I said, I'm all right, honey. And I got in the car, we ride home. I'm telling you about, about one, one, one third of that now. I'm riding home. I'm telling you, man, I was so, look, I little past Pastor Andrew. I said, honey, I'm trusting God. <laughs> she looked at me. She, she ain't even worried about, you know. I said, honey, we're going to trust God. He ain't let us down yet. He done brought us through, you know. And our kids are calling, where mom and dad at? We all here worried about these, these air conditions so it can be cooling here the next day or whatever, right? So then we had to go over to Maya and then pick up some stuff to try to get something to circulate some air up in here and everything. But what I'm saying is our children need to see us go through some things. They need to see us be victorious in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why is that, Pastor? Because they're going to go through some things. And they're going to respond. Look, if daddy runs every time they go through something, guess what? Look, we going to run. You know what I'm saying? And they'll pick out that thing. Man, why everything get hot? Daddy gone for a whole week or two. Everything done, yeah, done boiled over. He gone. He leaves the house because that's how he deals with things. I'm just going to leave. And more like that's how his daddy was doing. Leaving. But I'm here to tell you, man. We got to get Gilgal down. And not only Gilgal, but we come into Bethel. But then he said, look, God's now sending me to Jericho. He's sending me to Jericho. Jericho is a place of suffering. They got to know that we're going to suffer for, for the Lord. We're going to be persecuted. They, they, got, they got to understand that. People are going to talk about us. People, people are going to criticize us because we stand up for the things of the Lord. They need to understand. They need to see that. See, see be, be not ashamed of the gospel. <laughs> Amen. You can't be ashamed of the gospel. Because it's the power of salvation. We can't be ashamed of this thing. And we're going to suffer for the cause. We're going to suffer for the cause. We're going to suffer for the cause. And so we, we, we got to be able to take them through that passage of pain. We got to be able to be there with them when they go through something in their lives as kids. Something that could be traumatic, could be a death of a family member or whatever. We got to be able to be there. And, and, and all. we can grieve, but we also got to know that, you know, hey, life is not over for them. And life ain't going to be over for me when I leave. So you got to teach them in the death of somebody else, particularly if they're a child of the Lord. They gonna, you, bottom line is you're going to live somewhere forever, either in hell or you're going to live with the king. Amen. You're going to live with God, but they're going to live forever. But I want to be able to tell my kid, look, grandma, she with the king. 
She with the Lord thy God. And when your daddy leave, guess what he going to be? Ain't going to be no doubt about it. Y'all going to know I went out with a shout. My kids going to know that I love the Lord. You know what I'm saying? They going to know They gonna know when daddy get taken up, that daddy got taken up by the Lord. And so they won't be fearful of death. Oh, death, where is that victory? Oh, grave, where is the sting? Where is it at? Why should we be fearful of these things? What I'm saying is that there's going to be a time. Our children fear, doubt, and unbelief. We're going to teach them how to deal with it. Because they're going to see us. We, we done waver. They're going to see that we've been fearful in the thing. But we trusted in God. That our faith over, uh, combated our fear that we had. Your fear is real and fear will show up in everybody's household, in everybody's life. But we're going to teach your children how we overcame fear. How, how we suffered for a season. But I'm telling you, but when the enemy came in like a flood, God raised up a stent. Our kids need to see these things. We don't need to hide it from them. They need to see it. So they'll know how to progress through this thing. And then the Bible says, they're leaving this place all along the way, all of the prophets. See, here, here, see, here, here go the significance of it all for us in the spirit realm. If we're going to grow up in the things of God, we got to go with God when some people ain't going to go. If you look at each one of these places, there was prophets all around, school of the prophets. Some stayed at Gigal. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, some stayed at Gigal. Some stayed at Bethel. Some, 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 some stayed over there, amen, uh, when, when he moved on over to Jordan. Some stayed over there. They, 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 some stayed at Jericho. Didn't nobody go over to Jordan but Eli, uh, Elijah. Elijah's the only one who went over to Jordan. Everybody else, they were all along the way. They stand there. He said, I'm going. He said, I want you to stay here. He said, no, I'm going with you. I'm going all the way with you. See, it's, it's at Jordan where this thing comes all together. It's at Jordan. See, when they got to Jordan, the Bible says that, 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 the, the man of God, Elijah, was preparing his heart. Amen. He had taken his mantle off of him. Boy, I said that thing out of mount. That mantle was something else. When we talk about the mantle, the ministry, the mind of the Holy, the mantle of God was the anointing, the power of God, which was up on this man of God. And that anointing, I mean, that, that, that mantle, you know what it was? Many times, Pastor Anderson, it was a, 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 a fur off of an animal or something. Yeah, a, a nice fur that would be their mantle. And so back in the day, the old prophets, they walked around with these mantles on them. Big old mantle, big old fur on them, amen. Just lean on their, their mantle. And that recognized that they were the prophets of God. But, the, but it also talked about when I was studying these, there was a whole lot of folks walking around with those things. They were false prophets. But he had this mantle. He took that mantle. He took that mantle off of him and hit those, that, that water in Jordan. And the Bible says it opened up. So, 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 so now they went to Jordan. Jordan is the place of separation. Somebody say separation. separation. And not only separation, but supernatural. Yes, see, see, Jordan is, is, is that you, you preparing them now to walk into the what? Supernatural. But it's a separating place. Now, he said, now, what do you want? He says, now, this is what he said. He said, now, I, give me a double portion of thy spirit. He said, that's a hard thing. But if you are with me when the Lord thy God take me up, you, you will get it. And you know what happened? He hit that mountain. They went over to the other side. They standing around. The Bible said they stood together. My God, we're better together. I'm telling you, our children, they got to Jerrica just said this to us every time, you know, she be thinking about, what, what, y'all, how long y'all going to stay in Cincinnati, mom and dad? Y'all, y'all going back to North Carolina, where y'all from? And this is what she said. If y'all going back to North Carolina, she just said this the other week, I'm going with you. I said, girl, look, 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 me and mom, whatever we do, we going to do. Don't be waiting on us. But she says, I'm going with you. And that affirmed my heart so much that, that my kids, they want to be. She's an adult. I want to be where mama and daddy's at. Amen. She won't look. When that mountain falls, she won't. I, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to get what belongs to me. I jerk or something else. But we kind of felt like we don't left her back at Bethel or somewhere. Where we leave at, baby? I think she went to Bethel. She in, she in her Jericho moment or something right now. Jericho, Jericho. I don't know. Yeah, she... Yeah, yeah, she in a moment, amen. But we know what we put into her at Bethel. We know what we put in her at, at Gilgal. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we know, look, we ain't leaving her behind. I believe that when, look, when, 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 when it's time for us to go, look, brother, the, the mantle going to fall on our children. 
You know what I'm saying? And, my, and I, I have the expectancy that my children, see, and, 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 and this, is where you, this is where parenting comes into place. You got to be all right that they succeed twice as better than you do. That's a double portion. You know what I'm saying? You got to be all, you setting them up for that. I'm not just talking about in the natural. I'm talking about more importantly in the spirit realm. That you're setting them, they're going to be anointed and appointed by God. You thought I was bad, boy, they double bad. You thought the devil had trouble with me, he going to have so no trouble with my offspring. You know what I'm saying? He's going to have so enough trouble because they're going to get, look, look, they're going to not only achieve what I've achieved, but look, they got a double portion on them. They're going to a whole nother level. A place of separation. They had to cross over. Everybody didn't go. And do you know all along the way this is? Don't, this is what the prophets were saying. Don't you know the Lord thy God is going to take, take Elijah this day? He says, I, I, I know that, but I'm still going with him. You know why? He said, because when the Lord take him, I want to be there. How about when the disciples were standing there and Jesus spoke to them and the Bible says right then he was ascended up from them. And then Elijah, amen, and Moses stood there. Say, why you sit here gazing up there? The same way that he left is the same way he going to come back. What you saying? Boy, look, 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 there's something powerful about being there when they, when the Lord thy God take them, amen. Your children need to see God take you in the earth realm. I thank God for Gilgal, the place of beginning. We thank God also for, uh, uh, for Bethel, amen. That's in the house of God. We thank God for Jericho. It's a place of suffering, young man. Your dad, you're going to see your dad suffer. You're going to see your mom and dad go through something. But don't think it to be strange, Jared. It's all a part of God's plan. He's showing you how you got to navigate through this thing. He's showing you how your mom and daddy got to navigate through this thing. It ain't going to be perfect. Nobody's house is perfect. Ain't gonna, but you got to know that, that Jesus is Lord of the house. That God rules and reigns over our house. No matter what goes down, no matter what comes in and what goes out, we still trust in God. We still trust in God. Even when, when, when family members don't act right and do things, we still believe in God. God still God. We're not giving up on God. We're not going to give up on God. And we ain't going to be ashamed of our children. We ain't done them my children. None of my kids are perfect. But I'm going to love them. I'm going to be the perfect father. I just need to be the perfect father. And Elijah was a perfect father. Jesus was the perfect father. And the God of God, he, the Lord thy God is the perfect father. I know he's perfect because he dealt with my little runcher, but and he, he was forgiving and graceful and kind unto me. And I'm learning that's the least I can be to my fellow brother. And if I can be that way to my fellow brother, how you think I need to be for my kids? I got to love them. Gilgal, Bethel, Jericho. Jordan, a place of separation. Not just separation, but supernatural. And the question would be that when we lead our children, preparing them to be successful, are we men and women of faith? Can they see us being men and women of faith all the way through here? Can they see the anointing of God upon our lives? Because as I was telling you earlier, it takes the faith in God the anointing upon your life to get ready to enter into the manifest presence of God. And that's what Elijah done. He took him. He took him. The manifest presence of God came down on chariots of fire. Took him. He not walked with God and he was not. Jesus Christ was standing there and he, and he was taken. He ascended up from them. You hear what I'm saying, man? When it's time for our day to be ascended up, are your kids going to be ready to get a double portion? Are they going to be able to handle what you left behind? You hear what I'm saying, boy? Are they going to be able to handle it? And the Lord our God is telling us today to prepare your successors. Prepare parenting. And not only will he have you to prepare those in your own household, he'll use you to prepare other people to go to that next level. 
Now, let me say this to you. I don't know, you, you read the story of your own. I done went over, I ain't go line upon line, but I went through the story. This is one thing that they said, though. It says that when, when, <laughs> when he got that mountain, he got on the other side and he took up, he picked up the mountain. He says, where is the Lord thy God of Elijah? My God, you hear that? Woo! Where is the Lord thy God of my daddy, of my father? The Bible says that when he left, it says Elijah cried. He cried. He wept. He picked up that mountain, though. He picked up the mountain. He says, where is the Lord thy God? See what I'm saying to you? Look, 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 look. A different person, but the same God. Oh, my God. Y'all need to hear this thing. A different person, but the same God. The same God. He, he took that mountain man and he smite those waters again. Look, Elijah done it this time. Now, Elijah, oh, this is the proof in the pudding now that you can pick up daddy's mountain. And look, look, where is the Lord thy God of Elijah? And he hit that thing, man. The Bible said to Joe and open up. See, it wasn't how good he was, but it was how good God is. God will honor the generation that comes before you, boy. I'm here to tell you, yes, sir, God will honor it. If you can just stick, just stick with your leadership. Children, stick with mama and daddy. Stick with your family. Hang in there. That's why I'm speaking to every child in here, every adult, everybody. You need to stick stick with your leadership if you got a leader. If you got a godly leader in your life, stick with your leadership. Honor your leadership. Amen. Go with them all the way to the end because you're going to see the manifest presence of God. And a double portion going to fall right upon you. But you children, you stick with your parents. I don't care what this world have to offer you because those prophets all along the way saying we ain't going. Prophets. We're not going. We're going to stay right here at Gilgal. We're going to stay right here at Bethel. We're going to stay here right here. There was only one that went all the way. And that was Elijah. He went over to the place of separation and to the place of supernatural. Oh, my God. He crossed over to Jordan. And then, look, it said when it got back, they said, surely. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. Every one of those prophets, they bowed down to him. They bowed down. Said, truly, man, you the son. Yes, sir. Truly, you the one. Truly, you the one. Truly, you the one. What you saying, Pastor? I'm telling you, go all the way with that song that we sung this morning. He wants it all. That, that's what he was talking about. He wants, he wants you to go all the way with the Father. Just like Elijah, I want you to go all the way with me, son. Go all the way with me. I want to walk in the supernatural. See, that's where he'll take you. He, he's wanting to take all of us into the supernatural. But I know you're saying, well, Pastor, what's all this confusion going on in my life? I'm going to tell you right now. Because the Lord already told me. He says, you need to take the people into another realm. What you saying? I'm going in. What you saying? The supernatural got to be more real to you than the natural. That, that, that's, that's where we at. This is what God is saying. If you're going to walk with me, if you're going to be as Enoch is, if you're going to be as Elijah, if you're going to be as Jesus, if you're going to be like that, you got to know how to walk with me. And I ain't walking all the time in this now. I, I, I'm up in the supernatural. I want you to come to another realm. And you can be right here in the natural, right here in this earth, walking in a whole nother realm, in a whole nother dimension. It's called the supernatural. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. He said, you're going to be, look, he said, you're going to be broke, busted, and disgusted, frustrated, hard to get along, backbiting, uh, envious, grievous. He said, you're going to be all of that as long as you stay in this natural. He said, but if you get up in this supernatural realm, you will have the spirit of the father upon you, man. Get up in there. He said, come up higher. This is why the Bible said that John was what? On the Lord's day, he was what? Caught up in the spirit realm. <laughs> and God said, that's why I want y'all to go. This is what this is all about. This is what this is all about. Parenting. You want your kids to be in the world, but not living on this world. You don't look. As much hell as you've been through on this world, why do you want to train up your children to, to, to live in the, I mean, to walk according to the ways of this world? Oh, no, we got to get them on another level, another plane. You mean the high point of their life is to go get a job? Oh, God, you got to tell me. Is that this? Look, I don't know about you, but look, 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 look. 40 hours a week? Is that what life is about? 401k, is that what it, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I'm telling you what, I ain't satisfied with that, that that's not meeting my needs, amen, I'm here to tell you, a job never gonna meet your needs, 
Oh, God, I'm getting ready. Look, look, look. Our job would never meet your needs. God said, I'll supply all your needs. I'm not saying that he won't do, do a job. What I'm saying, a job will never fulfill you to the place that what God has for you. You know what I'm saying? A job ain't nothing but a road bump. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's, 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 I'm here to tell you. That's, that's what it is. We get ready to move in this house in the next few weeks. I'm getting ready to begin to minister on the manifest presence of God. Because God, he's, he told me this. He says, son... The people got to know me like Elijah knew Elijah, like the disciples knew Jesus, like Enoch knew God, like Noah knew God, like Jacob learned to know God, like Joseph knew God, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I mean, the Bible is full of people that knew and trusted God, full of people that made mistakes, Joshua, David, that knew God. But you look at all of them, they followed someone. They trusted in the, the almighty God. As we celebrate our children and as they have been rewarded and promoted and, and all the wonderful things that we have said about them. Perhaps one day we can stand up and say, such and such the prophet of God. Such and such the evangelist of God. Such and such the apostle of God. Such and such the pastor for God. The youth leader. You hear what I'm saying? For God. What I'm saying unto you, let's be mindful about the natural. But let's show enough be mindful about the spirit realm. The natural deals with who they are. Uh, Sorry, uh, what they do. But the spirit realm deals with who you are. One is temporal. What you do is temporal. But who you are goes on forever and ever and ever. Let us stand to our feet.